Hey everyone, this is Chris Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today we've got a great show for you. Like I always say, we've got Ben Allen coming on and he's actually a current contestant on Team Blake on The Voice. So we're excited to have him and we can't talk a whole lot about everything with The Voice, but we'll talk about what we can talk about and see where we go. So Ben, how are you doing today? How's it going, Chris? Great to be here with you, man. It's going good. Um, so I always like to start the show out the same way because we're in a crazy year. Um, how has COVID affected you and what are you kind of doing to maneuver through it? Um, just like all musicians, COVID just shut everything down as far as like playing shows and things like that. But, uh, Fortunately, I've, I've, that, that coincided with me getting to do the voice. So uh, <laughs> it really worked out well. So I've been busy with this uh, for quite a little while now, and it's just been a great experience so far. Oh, wow. I love that. You know, that's like for us, you know, when we launched this show back in January, our original plan for the show was like 100 interviews our first year. We thought, you know what, if we did 100 interviews our first year, we'd probably be ahead of the crowd. I don't know too many hosts that can say they've done 100 interviews. And then COVID happens. So I, was, I told my wife, Sandy, I was like, well, this could be our opportunity to shine. And because yeah. of that, we are at almost, I think you're number 269 now. Oh, wow. 269 <laughs> interviews in your first year. That's, that's, uh, that's a really good mark. Uh, yeah, <laughs> shot, shot right on up there. <laughs> so now, that's and amazing. Course, yeah, it's, I think it's going to work that way. For yeah. And the crazy part about this for today is we got you that are, that are there's a current voice contestant on, and after you at three o'clock, three p.m. Eastern time, we've got Sawyer Fredericks, who was a winner of season eight of The Voice. That was pretty cool how it worked out. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's 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 Voice Day for you guys <laughs> on the Chris and Sandy show. <laughs> and yesterday was was um Idol Day because we had Maddie Poppy on yesterday. So good, you just never know who's going to come. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. So, so <laughs> tell us your experience so far with The Voice. You know, what was it like? Because since we know that you're on The Voice, tell us that moment as you walked out on that stage and you, and you got the four chairs backwards. Tell, take us to, in that moment. Chris, you go out on that stage with those and look at the back of those chairs. And you know, you know, good and well, who's sitting in those chairs. <laughs> you know how much this moment adds up to the of all the work that you've put in, tip of a spear, with all the weight of everything you've ever done musically wearing down on you at that moment on that one and that one point in time, and it's it's a sharp spear. <laughs> so you get 90 seconds and, uh, you know, it's going to turn out how it's going to turn out. So it turned out well for me and I'm super glad. <laughs> now, did you already know you wanted team Blake before you started? <laughs> I mean, I had, 
I knew that if if I was going to go with any besides Blake, they were going to really talk me in yeah. to it in the moment. Um, you know, I, I how are you not going to voice? He's he's been the coach that's been been here the whole time, and you know, um, he's definitely a good person to be learning some stuff from. Most definitely. So. Tell, you know, tell us a little bit about, about your backstory, because I like to hear people's stories. I, you know, I, I don't like to just hear about music. I want to know the person behind the artist. So Ben Allen's been playing music in like South Florida, Southwest Florida for several years. And leading up to that, I, I stumbled towards any musician, man. I, I didn't know that I was going to be one. I just started to play right. my guitar and singing at home a little bit just for the fun of it and went to an open mic night to check that out and didn't know what it was about and wound up getting up there and just live performance. You know, it's such a thrill to be able to do that because there's no there's no nets. Um, yeah. you know, so it's that opportunity to kind of fall on your face. That's what gives you the thrill. But, you know, I, I'm just like everybody else. I've worked my tail off my whole life at a regular job. Um, mm. I'm still to this day, a construction inspector in Collier oh, wow. County, Florida. And, <laughs> you know, I probably will be when this is, I probably still will be too, but, uh, but I'm always going to play, play music. I play typically about a hundred or so shows a year. No oh, wow. Um, all over the place, some travel gigs. So yeah, so I'm a busy guy. <laughs> <laughs> and and depending on how far you go on the voice, you're gonna get even busier. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it is It is already right this minute. The, the phone just never stops ringing, truthfully, you know? It's really, it's already that way. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I've been watching your fan page and I've noticed that people just love your fans are hardcore fans for you. I have been so blessed fan base, um, largely in Southwest Florida, which that's oh, wow. a pretty big area hometown. That's yeah. more like a region, you know. So I've got I've got a good thing working there. And then a blessing for me is that the whole country in season in cold weather the whole country tours down to me i don't have to tour the country <laughs> they all come down there as the snowbirds so they come and see ben allen band shows in Southwest florida and then take my name home to michigan and to uh, um, pennsylvania and to canada and you know i went all so it's it's really made our fan base grow in a way that i would have never expected <coughs> i love that um, so as you know, um, a lot of people, they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton, of a Miranda, of a Carrie, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes, not just to get to the Blake level, <laughs> but to get to any level within music. And I always like to talk about that side of it. And I'm going to tell a small story to help guide where I want this to go. Back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls, which they were Team Blake also. <laughs> but but um, I remember asking Allison, 
what advice would she give an up-and-coming artist? And I'll never forget her answer. She said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full-time, but if your heart will allow you to do anything outside, if you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and keep music as a hobby. She goes, the moment you want it to be a career, your life changes. She goes, everybody owns a piece of you from that point on. Your friends and your relatives never understand because they invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to holidays, to weekends. But, you, but you're grinding this thing out. You can't say no to a gig and you can't cancel a gig once you have it. And they don't understand that. Then your family has to sacrifice. You know, they have to let you go and kick you out that door, so to speak. And so they sacrifice right along with you. And then if that wasn't enough, Allison added that then there are days you just don't feel good or you could be having one of the worst days of your life, but you still have to, but you still have to be on that stage. So, but then she added, but if your heart will not allow you to do anything outside of music, if you cannot see yourself doing anything else, go all in because the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's talk about that side of it. I would say that that makes perfect sense because I imagine now going back and stopping what I'm doing as a musician. The, I mean, the sadness that would be within my heart and soul, it would just, it's just, I couldn't bear it. Um, <laughs> once you have experienced doing this for, for a living and just, and just getting on stage and just being able to, being able to improve somebody's name, they, they come out and they want to see what you got. And, you know, you know when people are having fun and you know when you have something to do with influencing that. And that's a gift. Yeah. And everybody that walks through that door that night, they give to you when they have fun. That's a gift straight to me, you know, because I get to see that and I get to know that I had something to do with that. Um, wow. It is true. Nobody understands. <laughs> people try their best to understand. and and. And it's it's difficult, you know. Um, my wife, thank God, my wife supports me so much in this, and it's still it's. There are times that it is difficult for her because exactly what you said. There are there are com uh, commitments to be had in life outside of being a musician and playing gigs, and you got to keep it. You have to keep it somewhat in <laughs> its place, or it, with yeah, you will have nothing else. Um, so it's a balance to me, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to let it ruin your life outside because I'm yeah. still a human being outside of being a musician. So you don't want to let it ruin those things as a, as a, as a husband and as a father. And, you know, um, so you balance it and you just enjoy the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, let's talk about the other side of it now, since, you know, we talked about the little sacrifice side. Um, what are a few moments outside the voice? Because we know voice would be number one on this. But outside the voice, what are a few moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that? A big moments music for me would be, you know, anytime I open somebody on a big stage, you know, that. That's a big moment. Mm -hmm. A few months, like right before COVID hit, I got, got to do a show with uh, Darius Rucker and Lady A. Oh, and, wow. that, you know, you play on A-lists like that. And that's that's a, that's a moment you don't forget. I mean, for, for a guy like myself, that's that's uh, 
that's something I'll always carry around inside of me, you know. So, and over the past few years, I, I've definitely got to play some big shows, you know, uh, 10, 12, 13,000 people here and there wow. on, on a rare occasion. Um, but then the, I will say also, um, the moments where you're playing, it doesn't matter the size of the crowd. You can be playing to five people in the smallest bar you can come up with. And yeah. they're packed in there and they generate the same energy in that small space as 10,000 generates in a massive space. So it's wow. when they're and, and when the crowd is up close to you and you're, you're you know, you're kind of slinging sweat in the moment and playing, a sh you know. There's nothing like that. There's nothing on earth that's like that. And I've heard some artists even talk about they would rather the intimate setting anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, every stage that you own is is different and it's wonderful for a, a whole for different reasons. You know, you go in a small venue where it's packed in there and it's super hot and, you know, the energy is great and that's <laughs> awesome. And then you go to maybe you go to a charity event where people are seated and they're having dinner. Yeah. And you play you play an original acoustic song that speaks that you know that speaks from your heart and they mm -hmm. get that and it reaches them that's 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 just as good in a completely different way you know it's there's not a there's not a show i have ever played that i didn't come away with something you know wow that is really good that, that's i love that and if you're watching this live or on the replay please share 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 it kind of helps us all out <laughs> but um i definitely like that um as you know a lot of people they see you as the artist they see blake shelton they see carrie they see all, all the artists they don't see the team that makes them who they are. They don't see the PR people, the managers, the producers. And I always think that, that they don't get enough love. So I always thought, you know what? On our show, they're going to get the love they deserve. So if you want to tell us about the team that makes you who you are, that would be awesome too. Uh, I've got this manager that is not the greatest, but he tries hard. And his name is Ben <laughs> Allen. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a social media and a PR guy. And let me think, what's his name? It's Ben Allen. Ben Allen. I think is his <laughs> No, it's it's funny. I, I I honestly I do wear a lot of hats, but I have I, I have wonderful people around me. My bandmates, um, Jeff Sheeler, Jay Phoenix, uh, Brett Deesing, and Joe Fernandez, my bandmates, they Without them, what have I got? It's me and a guitar up there, you know, trying my best to hold people's attention. Yeah. But with this massive face-melting band I've got around me, that we can hold a crowd with, you know, so everybody's attention, <laughs> and then I sing to it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and then, of course, you know, again, my wife, it, my wife, you have to you have to throw a shout-out to your, to your spouse. You know, she's great about being there for me and being understanding in the moment for all these things that go on. and. Um, you know, and right now, right this minute, Southwest Florida, uh, the Naples and Fort Myers area down there is going absolutely 
insane over Ben Allen being on The Voice. It's crazy what's, you know, <laughs> the radio stations are just all over it. TV stations are all over the newspapers. It's just insanity. Um, and I'm soaking it up as best I can. <laughs> so big shout out to everybody in Southwest Florida. And 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 I would say right quick, also East Tennessee, uh, where I was born and raised. I've got so many people back there. All my South the River people down there from Kingston and, and uh, Midway and all that stuff. Love y'all and uh, appreciate the support of you as well. So, you know, you you talking about your wife. You know, you, you know we are the Chris and Sandy show, but you know, when you got a twenty month old, sometimes it's the Chris show, and sometimes it's the Chris and Sandy show because you know Caitlin doesn't go by our schedule. She goes by her own schedule. <laughs> so right now she's in the back yeah. room. She probably yeah. laughed when I said that. Um, but speaking of the wives, you know, I couldn't imagine building this without my wife. Just like I can tell you're like that too. Tell us a story sure. where your wife went above and beyond for your music career. And you're like, wow, she gets that. This is my passion. Um, you know, the, the the most recent example I can think of is just when I was I was just I I came home from from being away from home very recently, and she had a, a photo shoot for me for new promo photos, and oh, that's wow. something that I, I needed doing, and I was and I just was not going to get to it. Um, mm -hmm. And we had not had new promo photos. So one of my band members had changed, and it's hard to run with the old photos and plus they were just out of date and stuff. And, and in this moment, I really needed those. And she set that up and totally managed that situation. And, and uh, all, all I had to do was just go here on a certain day and they took care. So that's just, that's just one recent thing, but you know, wow. it's a daily, it's a daily thing. And it's all the, it's all the little daily details that add up, you know, it's, mm -hmm. I don't always have time. On a given day, I may be running in and out the door. I don't. I may not have time to take the dog out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and you probably you you probably know what it's like when you don't take the dogs out. Sometimes uh, it can be a little messy. So, um, you know, these are things that my wife, you know, she she handles in the moment when I'm not able mm -hmm. to be to do things like that. And it's, you know, you got to have somebody holding the fort for sure. Yeah, because, you know, when we're weak, they can be the strength and it kind of helps us be a team then. And I don't know if my wife can hear me, but if she can, she can get our little one, uh, if she can go get little Chris. Because we always let our eight-year-old come in and ask one question to each artist because we are a family affair show. And, you know, when Caitlin, our 20-month-old, gets older, <clears throat> we'll be plugging her into the show too because we're a family affair. <laughs> I, like I like that a lot. <laughs> I think let me open this door here. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> okay. Sit down right here. Okay. Hi, Ben. Well, hi there. How are What's you? Your What's my favorite what? Foods. My favorite foods. Oh goodness. You know. I would love to say that that broccoli and grilled chicken breasts top the list so that I could be like healthy and fit. Um, um, I'm going to tell you that my absolute obsession that I can't get away from right now is uh, peanut butter M&Ms. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yeah, I have done a I have done a lot of uh, hotel nights and a lot of traveling lately, and peanut butter M and M's have been have been my my rock of salvation to oh, get wow. me through the traveling and everything. So, <laughs> yep. And what's yours, yeah. Chris? Pizza. This is pizza. Pizza. Yes, sir. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Just a plain. We just had pizza. that the other night. What do you? What kind of pizza? Uh, pepperoni. <laughs> pepperoni. My. T- <coughs> I've got a twelve-year-old son named TJ. It's pizza and mac and cheese, and that is. I mean, anything else? Other things will do, but if those are the number one go-to choice every time. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, it's um, like I said, we're family affair show, you know. You know, I have to always bring him on. He's been on almost every episode, not every episode, but almost every episode. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. So, if you if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you want to write about? Um, my favorite. Um, it, it may not be that anybody out there in the world knows, but it's Travis Meadows. Um, oh, well. Travis is an artist, uh, 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 you know, in his own right. Um, mm-hmm. But he has, he's, he's written a lot of songs that everybody in country music would know. Um, he, he wrote Riser for Dirks Bentley. Um, mm-hmm. He wrote um, What We Ain't Got uh, for, um, um oh goodness can't think of who who brought that one to the, to the radio right this minute um he wrote um better better boat that kenny chesney had as a number one song a couple years wow. ago these are all songs that i because the lyrics cut so deep and i would love i would love to write with travis meadows one day travis if you hear this <laughs> yeah give me give me a call <laughs> yeah, give him a call <laughs> i love that um, so there's, you know, there's probably a thousand answers to this, but what's a song you've heard that you wish you wrote? A song, a song that I wish I had written. Um, uh, you know, Riser uh, that I just mentioned immediately comes to mind. Um, I would say anything by anything by Wyatt Durrett is another. Um, right. Wyatt has written so many songs with Zach Brown and now Luke Holmes as well. Um, hmm. They co-wrote Wyatt. Wyatt and Luke co-wrote that. Um, Even though I'm leaving, song. Um, oh wow! And I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you what. That's I have written songs that kind of smack of that. Song. Uh, kind of try to reach that same emotional place, and I have missed <laughs> the mark <laughs> compared to that one. That's the song I, I I have to shy away from that song. Can't sing it because I'll I'll cry like a baby uh, and not get through it. So oh wow yeah, there's a million there's a that's what's great about country music. You know, um, uh, half the country music songs out there will absolutely just reach right to your heart. You know so. Yeah, amen to that. Now, this past February made the five-year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years. 
And I always like to tell this story before I ask the artists that same question so they can kind of think about this. Because the answer she gave us five years ago was almost to the T of what she's living right now. I mean, she had a vision. She knew where she was going. So knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? I want to be Shelton's five years. <laughs> <laughs> now that's, 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 I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to ask a question like that, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I want to be all the way at the top of the game. Yeah. Game. We have to um, go for it. You know, Blake, Blake's my coach and we're the, we're the same <laughs> age. And uh, well, you know, I, I feel, <laughs> I feel a kinship with the guy because, you know, Again, the same age. There's there's things in our life, you know. We both lost mm. siblings, and I can connect with 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 that, you know, as well. And um, but also, he's a big trash talker, and I'm a bit of a trash talker myself. <laughs> so that's been uh, well, that's I will say in the uh, uh, like in the rehearsal time, you know, it's it's like okay, we need to be talking about the song, but then it's like. <laughs> before it's just back and forth you know with, wow. with trash talk back and forth <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with trash <laughs> so um yeah no to be to be to be at the top of the game to be reaching the amount of people um, yeah. that that he reaches is something i can only aspire to i, I can't get my mind around what that would even be like but <laughs> so so let's look 10 years, 15 years down the road. And let's say that you're a success on a grand scale. You are the next Blake Shelton, so to speak, but in your own way. Um, if the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you remind him? I would remind him of all the hard work that he put in um that and all he played back in the day that he did it because he played so many so i would say and don't forget about all those bar gigs about all those country clubs those weddings don't forget those days because those were that's how you cut your teeth in the industry and that's yeah. how you started your fan base that's how you connected with people on that personal level in those smaller venues, that's when you really slug it out and make those connections with fans. Um, so I would say, don't forget to invest your funds <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, maybe get some rest and, and, and lay off the you're getting fat. That's what I would tell him. <laughs> so sticking to advice a little bit, let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her singing, there's definitely something special. They've got that it factor, as Simon Cowell would say. And But they've played maybe 40 or 50 shows. So they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side, but they've gotten on stage. they got what every artist says, that stage bug where they look over the crowd, and the crowd's roaring for them. And they know they're in the right place. And they come to you and they say, Ben, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to help guide them the next couple of years? I would say 
obviously you, you say, oh, stick with it, man. That's great. And that's you do that. But then the way you go about that is you find ways that you can support yourself while, you know, like financially while you're doing it, because you got to be able to eat and live mm -hmm. your life and, and, and not not let things go by the wayside. So I would say I would say go after it with all that you have and maintain some humility and in the process don't let your head get too big um make sure make sure that you stay connected to who you are and who and the rest of your without the balance of the rest of your world around you you'll build this one thing up to this massive peak maybe um but it won't have the base to support itself. So mm -hmm. the family and the friends and even hobbies and everything, just everything that balances life out for every other person on the planet. If, if you, if you, if you avoid those things too much and you let them go, they won't be there for that foundation and you'll crumble. So if you don't want to crumble, I love that because I think sometimes people forget that, you know, yes, you got to be all in. Yes, you got to do everything it takes. Yes, you've got to grind this thing out like there's no tomorrow, but you still got to keep a balance there so that you can live a whole life while you're building this crazy music career so that when you get to that designation, whatever that looks like, it will not just be for nothing that you'll you'll have your friends your your relatives your family and everybody with you along for the ride absolutely you know the old adage of it's lonely at the top um i feel like it probably is potentially lonely at the top not that i'm saying i'm at the top at all that's not what i mean but yeah. I can see that if you get to the top and you look around and maybe you've conquered things, but you don't have people to share it with and to enjoy that with, to, to for them to experience you, then then what have you really got? Exactly. So. <laughs> I love that. We get all <laughs> philosophical we on you here, Chris. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we go wherever the show goes. You know, that's one thing I like about our show. We've done 269 interviews now. And we let the artists lead a little bit and we go wherever it goes. And there's some things that, that are said, we're like, wow, that was said. There's other things we're like, hmm, I like that. So there's so, you know, I love that about our show because we never know where it's going to go. So as we come to a close here, tell everybody how they can reach out to you. Um, people can reach me, obviously, on social media is, is, a, is the great way. So Ben Allen Band is the name for all platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, all, all these places are places you can reach out and see, you can see live comments, um, all kinds of things. And then uh, the number one thing that people can do for me right now is go out and down. If I'm fortunate enough to get to the voting rounds of the show, mm -hmm. um, I, 
I have to have those votes. If you think that you like country music and you want to see it at the top on the voice of season and you want to see Ben out there doing that for you, you'll vote for me there or have that, have that app. And that's what you got to do. <laughs> and you can vote 10 times sometimes. <laughs> and, and we love your style being more traditional and all that. You know, when you came out on the voice, we like he, we're like if Blake does not keep you and there's stills left, one of the other art, artists will steal you. We just knew, I mean, will steal you. The coaches, um, we, there's just no doubt about that. So hopefully you do go far on this because I believe if you go to the lives, you'll make it to the finals. Oh, Chris, that's that. Of course, that's the big hope, isn't it? Um, you know, I, I feel like I. I've got some performances inside of me that I want to be able to put out on the show and, and get to do. Um, and I just, I just hope and pray that I get the opportunity to, to give those performances. Cause I think I can, I'm, I really have something that will connect with people in different ways for every, every time I'm on the show, you know, it's, it's, I want to bring this emotion on this. On, and then I want to bring this emotion over here. So it's like, you want to just, you want to just hit people as many different ways as you can from the stage, you know. I definitely <laughs> love that. And, you know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. And if you make it a couple rounds, we would love to have you back on to talk about the process. Absolutely, man. You just, you guys hit, hit me up and we will get back and we'll do all this again. We can talk about. Uh, we can talk about things that have transpired by that point that have not yet on television. So uh, I would I would love the opportunity to be with you guys again. So that sounds like there's we'll more, but I know you can't say it. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. But next you time know, we got to bring that baby oh, out so we see the baby. In fact, yes, we're here. peace. Okay. Hi. <laughs> This is Caitlin. <laughs> Say hi. Hi, there. hi. hi Caitlin. <laughs> oh, you go away. Hi, sweetie. Hi. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yep, we got to pop in here. Say hi. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times you for doing that. Yeah, any excuse for the kids on. Exactly. Oh, yes. Yeah, because we want them to be somehow in entertainment in some way. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, well, guide them carefully. That's a that's a that's Most that's definitely. a road fraught with Absolutely. danger for children. <laughs> yep. mm -hmm. Most definitely, and you know we really enjoyed having you on. So yes, and we look forward to talking.